and and here she go. And here, I and have here it. Go. But, uh, I have it. Anyway, um, I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes, and I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School Talk Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk, where I'm your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and. I'm your other co-host, Dr. Duke. Dr. Duke, Dr. Duke, we have been gone for a couple of weeks, and I think we need to let the people know why. Okay, why? Because we were sick. <laughs> <laughs> not COVID sick, I was about to say, we had we COVID. We were sick. We didn't know we did not have a COVID. Not. Got tested, that came back negative yeah, and all that kind of good stuff. Tested, um, But yeah, we had we had some bad colds and coughing and all that kind of stuff. Mine's with um, sinuses. And and I'm I'm starting to think that I have sinus issues too. Um, <laughs> my voice has just has been different these past couple of weeks, and it and it really has been lasting these past couple of weeks. Yes, but I, I think with age, sound sound more nasally. Yes, and I found with age that that brings upon new allergies and challenges. Those who do not know where we are living at, we live in Augusta, Georgia, where the pollen is already here in March. And it's kind of thick. And in Georgia, where the weather starts off at 40 degrees, takes you all the way up to 80, and then drops you back down to about 50 at the end of the night. So Maybe even 30. Like, it, this week, it was hmm. some mornings I was going to work, and it was below freezing. Um, and the, then get to morning. 80 degrees by the by time. By the end of the day. Not in the end, no, we talking about like midday. By lunch. And then by the end of the day, we back cold again. So Yeah, it was a trip. And, and, and we just knew... At the end of the day, we were going to cough through the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. So you may hear some coughs through uh through this episode, but just keeping I mean be 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 mindful that we sanitizing our stuff around here. Um, <laughs> oh <laughs> even, yeah, we even, got eight bottles last time. Yeah, we house. we got it around here. Um, we the plug. hand sanitizer, all that kind of stuff. But but yeah, so that's why we've been we've been MIA the past couple of weeks. Just because I know you've been looking for it. I know you've been looking for a new episode to see what we're gonna talk about uh, for the new week and all that kind of stuff. Um, another thing to go with what we talking about with uh with being sick and whatnot. Um, so Georgia, I don't know, if, is it Georgia or the whole nation? I don't know. Georgia, I think <laughs> we so said, lost now. Yeah, <laughs> Georgia said on. that educators, teachers, K through twelve, can get the vaccination with no problem. So I got my first dose, baby, and I go back in two weeks to get my other one. But I got that first shot, and I told that man I was like, hey. I think this is the first shot that I've gotten without my mother or wife being present. And I'm 35 years old. Oh, my goodness. It's, yeah, it probably is. But I mean, you also don't, like, need things. Yeah, I don't need that kind of shots that a whole lot either. But, so. And that's why I don't. I ain't super, super comfortable with getting shots and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But, yeah, first round is done, and I'll go back for the next one. Huh. Waiting on, I'm, I'm hoping no, no bad side effects, nothing like that. But right. so far, so good. I'm looking forward to getting mine. Uh I would just like to say one day we're going to do an episode on teachers versus educators because they absolutely leave us out of the loop as if we don't work with students. It's as if teachers are the only people on earth. And sometimes I just want to throw the shade y'all way and be like, y'all ain't the only people mm-hmm. that work with students. Can't like include when you say educators, just say period. educators. Y'all about to have me make stuff be uh, politically correct. Just say educators mm-hmm. because. If you are, if you work in a, let me, okay, never mind, I'm going to get past that. Can you go ahead and uh, uh, hit us with the uh, supporters? All and right, then we'll so go into the tea for the day. 
Gotcha. So the supporters at this moment, we want to show some special appreciation for our podcast supporters. Both our planners, the Cam K. Way, the Skin Society, Marietta Smile Gallery with Dr. Michael Thomas, Taste Buzz, Nostalgia Clothing, Real Fit, and Distinctive Creations. Visit our webpage at www.therightseffect.com and click on Podcast to visit our supporters section. Make sure you click on each supporter's logo and tell them we sent you. Uh, yes, and that just made me think about um we recently to did our photo shoot to re uh not re but to uh for, to, to to change our logo basically yeah. like we're changing our logo up so you guys look for that in the near future and I'm excited but okay let's get into the right moment so you know we have to just say okay how this time education this right here this here episode is all education related baby so this is discussing internal school issues within the school system or even within the community uh but we are using real scenarios there are real life things that happened while we were away that we're going to talk about okay so you ready to go into it let's go and get started okay so the first thing was that there was an educator who is, um, her county, and, and you know, I always wonder, do I, well, no, it ain't nothing, wonder, I know other areas of the United States do not look at their school systems based on county, mm. you know, so for us, the counties are important, like, this is Richmond County, Columbia County, Jefferson County, Burke County, Aiken County, Edgefield County, like we, that's how we identify our different school systems that are near us. Mm-hmm. So when we say a, a neighboring county that's just, you know, it's a few miles up the road, <coughs> their school system, which is separate from ours. So a teacher in a, in a neighboring county made a Facebook post that now has, I don't know how many likes or shares, but a friend tagged me and another friend of his that's an educator to it to kind of like whoa this is i don't think she's happy and basically what was taking place was that the teacher um was posting that she was resigning from the high school and she felt like she was being provoked and bullied by the principal Mm -hmm. okay so she in a what i like to refer to as an Aaliyah four-page letter whenever somebody does something like a real long testimony i was called that their four-page letter so in her four-page letter she goes through about bro i about, think it's about, like 17 yeah it's like 17 incidents with him mm-hmm. and she's telling that this, all span in one year one school year because all all this started in august yeah, because he's new. Yeah. He's a new he's principal, a new principal to, the to the school, and she's detailing the all like the interactions they have had and the things that he has done to initially ultimately for her from her perspective push her out of working at the school. Mm-hmm. Now I know y'all, some of y'all may be like, okay, so what's the things? What are, what are some of the things she said? Right. So one thing which was her number one, I was like, whoa, sir. Um. That right there is a HIPAA violation. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> but the first thing was that he broke conf- uh, confidentiality by telling the uh, in a, in a staff meeting with not all the staff, it was just a few people that she had COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. So when she brought it up to another person, like he can't tell people that that's my personal health business. Like you can say, okay, she's sick, she's out. Um, unless you got that type of relationship with her and the staff where everybody know, okay, we, you know, we got, I don't know, y'all got a group text together and she told everybody. She obviously from that point was like, uh, not in that kind of 
relationship with anybody in that room where anybody that she felt comfortable with them knowing. But regardless of the relationship or not, the uh, um so she's uh uh she's over a club or whatever. So this was being told in front of all the coaches and, and other advisors and stuff like that. Um but regardless of what kind of relationship I have with any individual at that school or the principal of the school or whatever this kind of information has no business being put out there to anybody else other than... But you know what I thought about? I thought about when we've had that group text together, right? Mm-hmm. And if I've already said it, then y'all are already aware. Mm-hmm. So when I repeat it in a meeting, we we know. Like, right. he, he sent a text to all of us to let us know, right? right. So let's say I sent a text to all the, the principal and sister principal, hey, you guys, I've come down with COVID, blah, 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 blah. So if we're in a meeting with just us, well, she sent all of us the text, so we mm-hmm. know, right? It's no longer a HIPAA violation because she she gave the information. She initiated, but if yeah. she did not give everybody in that room the information, that's why I was feeling like, like wait a minute, mm-hmm. no, no, sir, you can't tell that. But the excuse was, or the the reason behind it was, oh, it was just one person that he told or something like that. No, they said it, saying it to, um, basically saying it wasn't that many people. Yeah, it wasn't that many people. So it who was, is it was one? No big deal. Yeah, what? Okay, one person or two many. Anyway, what's something else that happened? So then, to me, in my opinion, this is me. I think. The rest of the, um, it's not in my opinion. This is a fact. The rest of the things that were happening were were petty microaggressions. Mm-hmm. It was like she is not approving this event for you. Not approving. Yeah, that. like she was Skipping a culinary teacher, so she wanted to have a food truck come to the school to serve lunch to the faculty and staff. He said no. But then another food truck got approved. So when she went to go and say, well, why did that food truck get approved? He was like, well, we're not having any more food trucks. So why? Wait, but you said, no, like, you still didn't say why you said no to me. Mm-hmm. The first yes, time. Yeah, the first yeah, time, yeah, right? The other, now the next thing that you, sir, now you knew two of the things because she works in the extracurricular side of things with the cheerleaders and the homecoming. I felt a little like, sis, mm-hmm. I'm with you, of the what I would consider his mm, neglect or uh, what is it when somebody basically like just does not care about what what's involved and which what all it took for you to to get uh, X Y and Z together. Like I I don't care that you got to get it all that you had to do all that. Mm-hmm. So the the thing was that apparently she submitted a song to him that the cheerleaders were gonna perform for halftime for a game she doesn't hear anything back okay everything's good and he waits right until they're about to go on the field for the homecoming game to Mm -hmm. say oh no they can't do that the song is inappropriate and she was like i gave this to you four and a half hours ago yeah you could have told me back then because then i could have i could have changed the song because of course with chili's it's eight count we can figure out something else but it was like why did you wait till right right now and now these students who thought they were going to do their senior night last celebration last homecoming couldn't do it Mm. or the situation with the homecoming king she has created the position she's decided like hey i want to fight for our guys to be recognized at homecoming and you created all of this and then you're like no i'm gonna have somebody else do it Mm. i'm gonna take it away from you what and then like she said with no conversation about it so i'm saying all this to say this the very last thing that she said that that triggered me of "Mm, spill the tea honey because that's really something Hmm. The school has a zero tolerance policy for students, a zero tolerance bullying policy for students. But what about staff? That was the one statement at the very end of a four page letter that I said, hmm, what about the staff? I 
wonder how many um staff feel like where is my bullying policy (laughs) where is my support in this because if he is the rule of the emperor the king the dictator of everything and no and i'm just looked at as like you should just stay in your lane and just let things happen this is this is not a healthy work relationship and it's interesting because when you when as teachers you know we do that um character video and and a good ethic video ethics video that's what it really is um at the beginning of the school year every single year one of the you talk about like sexual harassment or harassment with coworkers and stuff like that but that is that's not one of the things that's talked about i don't think is bullying that's that's one of the things that that's not necessarily talked about and i guess I don't know you. You don't expect it to happen with adults, but oh, essentially, yeah, it thing. definitely can. Like yes, that. Yes. That's yeah. It, it definitely can happen, mm-hmm. and it and it clearly is. It does happen. Adults are petty. Yeah, absolutely. Adults are petty. I come on. I don't know why people think that because we have an age matured that in our behavior we have matured. Mm-hmm. There are some people who, for lack of a better phrase, have not had the right one. To sit them down and correct their behavior in their in their life. Correct, so, quote unquote, correct it, or just get in that butt. Let me, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you just like it is. Right, 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 right. That's what I said. Mm. Um, so so it just continues on because you we've seen it. We know when somebody is being <laughs> criticized or uh. Uh, continuously pointed out or isolated from the group and that's not done to everybody which is what makes it bullying Mm -hmm. so why is it that this person keeps you keep giving the jabs at them and you as the leader has to take have to take them on and say okay why is it that i keep isolating this person i have a i have a thing about what they do and how do i fix that Mm -hmm. but a lot of times the is the is the boss gonna be the one to recognize that Cause, like you just said, adults are petty, and a lot of times I'm doing it intentionally. It, it's nothing, I and, and they, I don't need to correct nothing because I'm, I'm not doing it. You know, not knowing. No, I know what I'm doing. I'm just hoping you don't realize it, or nobody catches on, and whatever. Or you deflect, I want to happen, so it doesn't you. seem like it's a negative thing. Yeah, yeah. So I can, cause, cause I can see where in different instances of this, you can turn around and say. Well, I'm doing X, Y, and Z for the well-being of the students, or mm-hmm. I'm doing X, Y, and Z for the well-being of the school. But what about the employee? It's just one of them things that it got to be discussed uh, with more than just the, the people that's involved. Like an outside person that's not biased, either person got to mm-hmm. be got to be involved. Whether it's the and and in this case, we're talking about principal and teacher. So if another person that come in is an assistant principal or a superintendent or another teacher or a couple of other teachers or a counselor or whatever, somebody else got to be involved in the conversation between these two to figure out what's going on and why. And then what the uh, result or conclusion is going to be. How we going to, the solution, how we going to fix this. How either fix either it, one yeah. of y'all got to go or we're going to, you know, talk about how we're going to change things up or what. But right. in my eyes, overall, with, with, with this whole, um, before you do that, can I ask you to play devil's advocate for a second, which I normally don't do. That's normally you, Silver Line and Steve. Yeah. But, but what if... I can't, I can't rock with this principle on this one. But you, go ahead. You, yeah. What if, though, there are factors that 
of course, she's not going to say because mm-hmm. it's, it's not her yep. perspective. It, the COVID thing, ain't nothing you can say. That's what that is. But what if it was, yeah, you said you turned it four hours and ten four hours early, but the everyone knows in the building, you're supposed to turn that in a 24 week, hours. Or, or, yeah. or a week earlier or, or yeah. whatever. You're right. So and actually, said you like, no, you were supposed to turn it in <coughs> early. I have not listened to it. That's why, blah, blah, blah. But, you you know, so I was like, what if it is some things that... And I, I, I actually thought about that, but it's just when you put all of the scenarios to, together, like another scenario was um, with her being a culinary arts teacher, there was a, she needed her budget for the upcoming school year. And she was saying, you know, in, in three months of them being in school, still hadn't got the budget cleared or whatever. So, you know, it's stuff like that where if you at least started it the first day of school, by the third month of school, you should get some kind of, of you know, information back saying, what your budget is or is not or whatever. Or what information we need from you yeah. to move forward. Because she mentioned that just... she attached her lesson plans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so did they originally need your lesson Getting plans? run around. Then with the whole uh, certification, the TAP program thing, oh. about her, you know, finishing all her, her work the years before he the, this particular principal got there. Now she just needed a signature, but because, you know, for whatever reason, principal not liking this particular teacher, not signing off on it. It's like, I did all of my certification, mm-hmm. everything I needed to do in the past two or three years. Mm-hmm. Now, just because you're the principal right now, I just need your signature. Mm-hmm. But they feel like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. That's that petty stuff. So that's what I'm saying. When you look at all the scenarios and all the events that happen, like you like you said, about seventeen different things. When you read all of them, it's like even if she was negligent on her part on one or two, we still got ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen other mm-hmm. uh, incidents where it's like, bruh, you you are out of line. You are mm-hmm. completely petty with what's going on in this situation. And what's unfortunate. Is that this is a teacher who in the stuff you are seeing where she's trying to do the extra work that does not come with an extra pay. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the part you always frustrate me. When I see a teacher that's like, I'm I'm teaching and I want to bring in a food truck for faculty and staff and I want to do this for homecoming and I'm the cheerleading coach. Those are all those extra things that you want a person to bring to your building because school systems don't have it set up to pay somebody mm-hmm. to do this like and please believe the little extra little stipend y'all send to the chilling coach is not worth every day dealing with practices and ordering right. uniforms and right. tryouts and parents and, and, and just keeping up and being organized for all the extra stuff anyway. come on right yeah. so it's like she's putting in the extra work are you gonna try to figure out how to keep her mm-hmm. but yeah should it, anyway you should but obviously not so yeah were you gonna say something else though with the conclusion of it um I, I think we kind of hit, hit on it. Hint. Uh, hint, hint, hint. Hinted at it. You know what oh, I'm trying to say. Hinted at it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <Who> country? <laughs> we we kind of touched on it because all I was going to say is, you know, with all of the different scenarios or events that happen, um, I feel like the principal is completely out of line, point blank, period. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, like He's just being super petty for no reason. For no reason. Like, a lot of these things should have never ever happened with anybody. But my question is, I wonder how many other people are things happening uh to. Is this a case of just singling stop. you out? Or is it a case of this is just horrible principle and they just treat everybody wrong? Mm. That that's what my next question is. I and I'm listen, I've been telling people this for the longest. It's just it I, I will equate this to dealing with racism. If if there is incidents happening with more than one person, every the people have to come together to speak out. Mm-hmm. 
Because when you erase that situation for somebody else and say, well, I mean, yeah, it kind of happened to me, but I mean, I don't, you know, ain't nobody. I don't pay no attention. It don't bother me that much. You continuously make it harder for the other people because you make it seem like this world doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is like, I'm now old enough and mature enough and been through enough experiences where I call it out. Mm -hmm. Listen, because you're being quiet, you're making it difficult for the co-worker over here. Say what it is. Speak it into existence of what we got going on so we can fix it. Mm -hmm. Well, if you make that person, because she said it in the beginning, people going to say I'm crazy and X, Y, and Z. And you've seen workers like that where everybody know. Everybody know he be bullying her, but we all going to sit here like mm -hmm. it don't happen. That's that's just not right. And at the end of the day, if you're going to be teachers, that means you are leaders. And if you don't have enough uh, audacity and gall to step out there for four people and you don't need to be nobody's teacher yeah <laughs> teachers got a a teacher is an advocate <laughs> yeah, we told y'all yeah, yeah. It's, it's happening it's water right there though that's why you ain't took a sip of it yet and i was i haven't i haven't look at my you did all that before we started <laughs> see if this was one of them times where we was we because we have not hit the uh actual recording you all will be able to play it back and see how much water i've drank since we've actually come on the air but anyway, continue with the conversation. I do have my water, but I am coughing a little bit. Told y'all we would see. Anyway. <coughs> and and here she go. And here, I and have here it. She go. But, uh, I have it. Anyway, um, what I was going to say was... Uh, uh, Wait, silence. I want to finish, though. Oh. Teachers are advocates. That's what teachers are. So you have to learn how to be an advocate in your full capacity. Not just when it's convenient for you. There you go. And all I was going to say was being silent can indeed be a problem it can be an issue so if you know if you see some say some <laughs> that's a, that's a i think a, a lot see of people say, say if you some. see some say some hey don't don't be quiet well apparently somebody Smoke decided to say something about this next story because apparently in baltimore city high school um a student uh was <laughs> only passed three classes in the last in the past four years mm -hmm. yet he ranks near the top half of his class with a GPA 0 0.13. Of, can, can I? Uh, 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 I had to get to that. Oh. 0 0.13. He's ranked at the top half of his A class. GPA of 0 0.13. Have been in school for four years. Have only passed three classes. And the mother is just now finding out about it. Yes. There are... So many problems I have with this particular story. Yes, just to give a couple more. <laughs> Your face went stone cold. Because I've been on this for two weeks, and you know, yes. I, I brought this story up to, yes. for us to talk about. <coughs> Excuse me, and then we got sick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been I've been want to talk about it, but anyway, give us some more facts on this one. So Tiffany um, France said that she thought her seventeen-year-old son would receive his receive his diploma in June. But she just recently found out that he is 17 years old and he must. And the, and the interesting part is that what they phrased it was he must start over. Um, he's been moved back to the ninth grade. And I'm like, are you. What kind of system? Y'all got. Where you moved, moved out back. of the ninth yeah, grade. Yeah, how did you get out of the ninth based grade? On credits anyway. Yeah, that I've not understand, understood. So the, the, teach, the parent is also saying that school failed at their job. Um, they failed. That's the problem here. They failed. He didn't deserve that. Um, her son, uh, uh, was, his transcript shows he passed just three classes in four years, earning 2.5 credits, placing him in ninth grade. Um, she said she didn't know that until February. She has three children and works three jobs. She thought her oldest son was doing well because even though he failed most of his classes, he was being promoted. His transcripts show he failed Spanish 1 and, and uh, Algebra 1, 
but was promoted to Spanish 2 and Algebra 2. He also failed English 2, but was passed on to English 3. I'm just assuming that if you are passing, that you have the proper things to go to the next grade and the right grades. You have the right credit, said his mother. Um, now, this is the... Uh, okay, hold on. Before I get there, let's... It's so many. I'm. It's so many things, Jesus. Um, All you're doing is pulling out the facts right now. Come yes, on with right. It. So another thing is that he has failed 22 classes, and he was late or absent 272 days. But in those three years, only one teacher requested a parent conference, um, according to the mother. Um, but the and that, that parent conference never happened. Um. Uh, let me see. Any other little details? That's enough. We can go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all in all, by the end of the article, basically the parent is blaming the school, and that's it. So, here's my thing about this whole article. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, um, there are so many issues with this. Issues from with the teacher, issues with the school itself, issues with the student. And issues with the parent. What I what I don't necessarily like is uh, the fact that this article makes it seem like the parent is right, and it is, or or, or the parent is speaking for both sides and and acknowledging that the school is wrong, and that's where it stops. No, everybody involved is is wrong to some some point to some degree. Um, this may come off a little harsh, but. I don't really care that you have the three jobs and the four kids and the this, that, and the third, and you can't do conferences or call up to the school to find out about what's going on with the child, or or you do some kind of checkpoint. I'm not responsible for you having three or four kids and having three or four jobs or whatever. So you still have to do your part as the parent to keep tabs on what's going on. You still need to be looking at a report card. Because you can't tell me no, no kind of grades went home. And if you trust your child enough to where you you just say, hey, are you passing everything? Yep, I'm passing. That is completely on, on you. Mm-hmm. Completely on you. So that's that's the little part on the parent. Um, on the student's part, clearly you in the wrong child. Um, you know good and well you ain't did nothing this whole year for this class, but you just magically went on to the next class. So you didn't think the question, hey, why am I not being put back in this class? Let me look at my grade from last class to, to see if I passed that class. You know you only passed three classes the whole time you've been here. You knew you wasn't getting this uh, diploma by the time uh, June came around of 2021. So, child, you're in the wrong. And then the school, so glad we have this policy and, and every school system I worked in, if the student or child is, is failing your class, make sure you make some kind of parent contact. Excuse me, whether it's phone, email, text message, Facebook message, some some kind of message need to be going from the pa- I meant to the from the teacher to the parents saying, Hey, your child's not on track. It is what it is. If we need to work something out, we can definitely do that. Definitely can do that. But so like I say, everybody have their, their level of wrongness. <laughs> wrongness. But what one thing I I did not understand and then you said you've seen this before and I and I I don't know. I guess because when I was dealing with student, like situations like this mm-hmm. initially, um, that was um, 
situations like this were always on my radar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was never, it was impossible to say you did not know you were in this position. Mm-hmm. We would be looking like how, like <laughs> there are so many different things in place, right? Mm-hmm. But what I didn't see happening was somebody could fail algebra one and still make it to algebra two okay and then you were saying well yeah there you know and and this i don't know if that still is still a policy but you can fail this and still move on to the next section right so ideally you would not want somebody to move on to the next thing without passing the, the previous thing um but essentially the school can do whatever they want to I can allow the student to go on. You just know that you got to come back and, and make this other class up. Now, of, of course, it doesn't make sense to move on if you haven't passed the previous one. Mm-hmm. But for any for any school or school system I worked in, there have definitely been kids where it's like you made it to this particular course, but you didn't pass this course back here. So now you're a senior taking the freshman level class gotcha. when you never should have even, even got out of that in the first place mm-hmm. if you had to kept it in sync. No, you don't move on until you pass this one right here. Mm-hmm. So essentially, the school can do whatever they want to. And I'm guessing this particular school right here took it upon themselves to say, hey, we're going to keep on moving you along. It's going to be up to you to catch in summer school or, or double up a couple of years, a couple of semesters or, or whatever. So, you know, the, the, the school can ultimately do whatever they want to with that with that policy right there for sure. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Then the other thing is the parent made the comment. I want to read it exactly how they put it in the article because I feel like this as a, from a journalism perspective, this was a sucky article. It was very sucky, very one-sided, and though they said that the county did not, the person in interview number one, the 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 they call it the CEO instead of the superintendent did not interview with the plate with the um oh goodness with the news with the news uh, station. I cannot tell you anything regarding the student. That's FERPA policy. So we can't get into details about what the parent or the student or anything because I'd be in violation of that, okay? Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you is what the policy <sighs> is and what should have been followed. Mm-hmm. So that's what they sent, okay? So I just want to say that, number one. And number two, I want to point out in this article how the wording of things makes it sound really foreign, crazy, can't believe in my life it would be like this. Mm. But I think that was to sensationalize the story mm-hmm. versus giving facts. Oh, yeah. So one thing that the parents said, and that's why I was like, yeah, y'all were just reporting on stuff and it it doesn't make sense. This is the quote. I'm just assuming that if you are passing, that you have the proper things to go to the next grade and the right grades. You have the right credits. Well, if you said, I'm just assuming that if you are passing, but your son was not passing, then therefore he did not get the grades or the credits. Mm-hmm. You just you just said that in that statement. Mm-hmm. You that doesn't you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. If she'd have said because this is the, here's my thing. If she'd have said, well, I just assume because he went to the next, next class, class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. then boom, boom, boom. Like okay, I guess we're good. Mm-hmm. But to say passing and you know he did not pass. That doesn't make sense. And 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 again, if even if you say you didn't know he, I just don't see how a parent does not know mm-hmm. that their child is not passing. You, or, or oh, whatever. Wait, oh, wait, 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 you're right though. We see how they don't know because we've seen it before. Where you wait until now mm-hmm. to come and say, good example, 
They said in this message that it's an automatic phone call that goes to the house to let you know when your child is late or absent. Mm. Automatically goes. I have seen some parents even set up in the portal to get a text message that their child is late to a class, mm-hmm. a class. Mm-hmm. And they will text their kid right there in their school. Oh, why were you late to last class period? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's ways you can get notifications. You can set it to where if your child's grade dropped below a certain uh, average, not even failing, I want to know when he get a B. Tell me, right? So, th- I say that to say... <laughs> Then we have the teeth when we bring them in, they'll say, Oh, but that ain't my number no more. So, again, not my problem. When were you going to tell us this ain't, it's not mm-hmm. your phone number? You're not doing what you're supposed to do as a parent. Right. Or you said one teacher called you for a parent teacher conference. I know I have seen teachers, you, Lord, just as sure as I'm sitting in this chair, I have seen teachers try to hunt down a parent for a whole year. Try to hunt them down, set up the conference. They don't show up. Set up the conference again, don't show up. Call, try to do it like I've seen it happen, right? But as soon as that kid didn't make the basketball team, mm-hmm. as soon as that kid didn't get the run for Mr. Homecoming or Miss Homecoming, or in this case, as soon as you found out that they're not graduating, yeah, then you at the school and we like, man, we we've but we've been trying, trying to, get, to get, you. get you. I don't understand been how. Trying to get at you. Yes, right. So uh, some of this has to be where you you have to understand. We recognize that the life of being a parent is just a challenge, mm-hmm. and that especially if there is poverty involved, and you can tell by the what, what she's saying of three kids, three jobs, like it's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. We absolutely recognize that. Recognize it. Yes, mm-hmm. and so we are going to do things like have virtual parent teacher conference. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have conferences after five. We're gonna let you call versus having to come in the school. We're gonna go to the house. It's all these things set up, but at the end of the day somehow we have made it normal for the school to be the sole provider yeah and caretaker for Mm -hmm. someone else's kid Mm -hmm. how i can't do i can't i'm i'm here to do this and i'm going to do and and make adjustments but you can't put me in and all of this like what where where is the fault like you i I just appreciated how you were like let me show you the fault of everybody Mm -hmm. let's take a minute to say hey we all got pieces of the pie versus yes they failed my son they failed him so you ain't gonna so you take ownership to nothing. Nothing. You're going to just use the excuse of having three, three, four kids and having three or four jobs. Yeah. That's what you're going to, you're going to lean on that, huh? And no parent, and nobody and that's ever the part I can't. Her. That's that's the part I can't stand. Yeah. I can't stand it. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Cannot stand it. Mm-hmm. I get that you're going through some things or whatever, but again, <coughs> excuse me, I, I, I didn't ask you to do what you did. Mm-mm. I had nothing to do with that. We all we all had mm-hmm. an opportunity to to have you know different a different lifestyle or whatever for ourselves. But I I just can't rock with that excuse of of you know I'm I'm and, and living I, in poverty and, and and that kind of thing. And, and especially and especially I know that they listen. And if this school didn't do none of the things that we know normally happens, then like we said, they got fault now. Period. Absolutely. But especially you know people make. Uh, changes for that. Mm-hmm. They, I've watched people try to figure out how to navigate because you have these challenges, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you can't just. Let me meet, I'm, I'll meet you more than halfway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna meet you. But halfway. you ain't gonna not show up for the parent teacher conference about the grades become because uh she ain't get to run from his homecoming. So wait, so you 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 okay? Because and I'm and I'm be real clear. This is about. The grade didn't let you qualify from his homecoming, or didn't let you, allow you to be eligible to play on the team, and that's why you came. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about the grade; mm-hmm. it was that it didn't qualify you to do something. So it's just like in this instance, it didn't qualify you for graduation. So that's why not now why you're coming. So maybe that may be the, be the tactic. You need to tell parents like, "Hey, your kid's about to just net or whatever it is they want to sell." In three years, yeah, 
I know they're. I know they're freshmen, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're not, not walking walk in, in, in three, three years. years. That may be the trigger word. Maybe maybe that'll in. wake you up. They're not going to walk in three years. Period. It's, it's about to be a wrap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's how we should start it now. Listen, as people are calling out things and trying to figure out what's the trigger, apparently an announcer at a basketball game said the trigger word and it rhymed with trigger. After some the females playing basketball decided to kneel during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And my mans mm-hmm. calls them some some effing n words mm-hmm. and don't realize that his mic is still on. So here's my thing with this particular story, and just in case you didn't catch it, there was a championship game or a playoff game, whatever it was, is is very recent, happened within the past week. Two teams are playing. One team is mostly black girls. The other team it, don't really know. You know what? Um, are they black? Yeah. Uh. Uh, again, uh, one team is mostly black girls. That's what I'm gonna say. One team is mostly black girls because that's why he used the the, the term that he used. Um, so he's uh, the announcer, and when they went into the national anthem, the girls kneeled, the whole team kneeled, and the guy says, "Are they? Are you serious right now? Are they really gonna do this? These effing ends. I hope they lose tonight." That's what the guy said in the in the in the thing. Did, again, didn't know it was still recording, and goes through this whole whole thing of. You know, if they're going to do something like this, I, I just really can't believe it. I hope they lose. I hope they get beat tonight. F and N. That's what, that's what he says. But at the end of this, <coughs> when everything hit the fan, <coughs> excuse me, now he want to <laughs> blame his uh, name calling <laughs> on him being a diabetic and him having an episode of, of high, what is it, high sugar? That the was sugar was running low. Oh, his sugar no, it's fight. His sugar spike. spike. Whatever right. it did, something with his sugar, sugar happened. Spike. And this caused him to have these kind of outbursts. And I get disoriented. We're talking about, and he get disoriented. We're talking about diabetes, not Tourette's. <laughs> Baby, that man literally said, while not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. Yo, my man. <laughs> I understand being disoriented. I get that. But you was in your clear mind when you recognized that these young ladies were doing something that you didn't agree with and now you want to call them out their name. Mm-hmm. It ain't got nothing to do with your... You, it doesn't have anything to do with your diabetes. Whatsoever. And the fact that you really going to try to use this uh, or use that as your excuse as to why it happened, that is a huge slap in the face of, you know, to any and everybody, point blank, period. Whether you offended them or not, that is a, a huge slap in the face. It's a slap in your own face because you really think people are dumb enough to, to believe that's how or that's why this particular outburst happened. Mm-hmm. Because you a diabetic mm-hmm. and your sugar spike. Mm-hmm. I'll spike some on you I'm right about quick. I'll spike some on right, you right. Then also, I wanted to point out that in his quote-unquote apology, that is not an apology. They need to call it a statement. That's what it was. That he says that he has never considered him a racist or a racist. We've heard that one before. Bro, that's... Duh. That's the number one. That's the go-to line. And it does not matter if you don't consider yourself one. You are one. You just you just did a racist act. I'm sure you've probably done others because it flowed off your tongue so yeah, easily. Yeah, it flowed very well. It, you, it was real you know, nice. It was he real probably nice. need to go over there with the Papa John's man. You know, the Papa John's man said it and took him however many years to erase that from his vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Well, sir, it must have been gone. You must have just been popping in words left and right back there since it was so such a challenge for you to get rid of. And I, I think the thing is, it, like you have, it's, it's, it is where owning your fault and just saying, hey, I, I, I got caught. 
I said it. Shouldn't have said it. Done deal. But to blame it on <laughs> being diabetic, your sugar spike. Bro, y'all the out of You said you were drunk. Blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> but even then, you know, uh, regard like you like you just said, just apologize and say I, I shouldn't have said it. I did say it. I was wrong. I shouldn't have said it, and leave it at that. Once you start going a little bit deeper into why you did it, how you did it, how long it lasted for, da da. You wait a minute, you're going too far. Mm-hmm. All you needed to do was apologize for doing it and keep keep moving on. What you're trying to save yourself from is uh the, the name calling that's gonna that's gonna come right back at you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen anyway. <laughs> it's gonna happen anyway. He's trying to prevent it. Point blank period, it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> Uh-huh. And and some of y'all feel like you know you you trying to clean it up is going is going to help help your case. It it don't just tell the facts, tell the truth, and let's keep it moving. Keep keep yeah. And and, and you know what? It, I'm gonna tell you now. Nah, this is gonna be the spill of the tea episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak my truth. This is why when Kaepernick first kneeled, and I was hearing black coaches and black administrators try to figure out how to make sure our students don't get caught up in the quote unquote hype of that. I was like, y'all are just pathetic (laughs) because if you don't what you are what you are doing instead of taking this as a moment to educate students on why he is kneeling letting them figure out the choices and whether or not they want to do it themselves you you became a coward Mm. you were afraid of attention coming onto your students for doing x y and z and now oh but now i bet if you if them and you know whatever athletes kneel you'd be like yes and our students mm-hmm. no that's not how you dang the energy you came with before right because i'm all for it i'm all for protest or rebel because i'm knew, all for I knew, it uh, uh, from the jump what the kneeling was about like straight up it didn't take me no but five I, six but, but, seven years to figure out oh this is why they're you didn't have an open ear back then to kind of understand why the kneeling was happening. <clears throat> but this is a clear example of, of why. It, it's because you still got people out here that, that saying things like this that, yeah. with, with, with no kind of uh, consequences or repercussions. This is exactly why. But keep in mind, we are talking about uh, a... Uh, a, co- a county with majority black students, majority black students in poverty, majority bl- black students who probably would attest to having I- issues with the cops who uh, completely understand what Kaepernick was doing. Oh, this is because they're killing black people unarmed. I completely get it. I've seen it. It is happening in our area, right? So that's why I'm like, don't don't do that. Like they don't even know. They just gonna be doing it because he copying. It. I, um, is it bad? Is that wrong? Right. Is that wrong? Is what? So, mm-hmm. are you saying what Kaepernick is doing is wrong, right. or are you fearful of having to like having to defend the students' actions, and you are fearful of having to be that advocate and be in a room of, of other people and say, "No, my kids, I agree with them. Mm-hmm. I understand why this is because." It, I, don't even, I ain't gonna go into all of that. Jesus, y'all about to get me fired up. And all right, see, I had my little women's conference today. We didn't praise the Lord virtually. Shout it in the name of the Lord. You're about to turn me back to the other side. You want, you want to talk about how that went? <laughs> Calm myself down. Listen. It was great. I'll just say that. It was great. I, I appreciate the fact that the superintendent, though, for the county shut it down. Mm. Shut it down immediately. Supported his students. Supported the coaching staff and the athletics because that's what you should do. Because at the, at the end of the day, the, like you said, the team is majority black, but you see there are other races on that team. So to mm-hmm. see... This is what it should look like. Unity, solidarity, community. That's what everybody's supposed to be doing, but 
Only when it's convenient. Only when it doesn't make you uncomfortable. Right. So at the end, and at the end of the day, long story short, um, the superintendent did come to their uh, defense, um, and and uh, said that for the rest of the the season of any uh sports, they will go with another commentator uh, for all their events until oh, this okay. is good, good. Uh, deeply investigated. They said, I think they said, uh, not they didn't say heavily. It was some some word that they used, um. I can't find it now, but oh, aggressively investigating. They are aggressively investigating the incident and and this particular commentator, and they're gonna they're gonna move forward with it. But um, but like I said, they did uh, cancel this particular person. They're gonna roll with somebody else to commentate all the rest of their sports for the rest of the year. <coughs> well, you know, A Rod and J Lo just broke up. Um, yeah. And somebody said, somebody <laughs> said, and this is news because. You know, you know the reason why this is news to me. You remember when they had the uh, at inauguration and they did the voiceover, mm-hmm. like they pretended like this is what Michelle mm-hmm. and this is what we was saying, mm-hmm. and the fake Michelle voice went up to J Lo and they're like, "Oh, y'all still together? Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, they still together? I can't believe it." Yeah, <laughs> so that's the only reason why I'm like, "Oh, I guess that was some tea that they still together." And now they done for real. Yeah, I know. I don't be here for no J Lo. So, mm. anyways, listen, please. Hey, enjoy the month of March. It is uh, International Women's Month. Next episode, we will be getting into some uh, female black, female black, black, I don't know. Child, we're going to be talking about hip-hop rappers. Don't roll your eyes. I don't even know where you was going with female gonna get black. In. I mean, that was fine. But yes, you but we're going to get into some late, the ladies of hip-hop. I want right. to talk about female rappers. <laughs> we'll see what you got. We'll see what you, who you come with. I'm going to come with it. I've been listening all day. Before we even get to that, do, can we include Cardi B in that? Talk. We will. I think we can right include there. her into the conversation. That's my boo right there. That's your what? That's my boo right there. Oh gosh, Cardi B. You know, okay. As I'm the person married to you, that makes me like. So does he think I'm slightly ratchet? Say she. Oh yeah, I tell you all the time that you. <laughs> you remember when you pulled up on me the other day and I was ratchet? blasting the music in the car? You was you was about to walk up to me like you want to go on a date. You was like, yeah. Never oh, mind. Never mind. You are ratchet. You ratchet. <laughs> You are ghetto. Eh. All right, Miss Kenna told you don't you use that word ghetto. You right. All right, folks. Um, I ain't gonna lie. It's good to be back. Um, like I said, we we were down bad for a couple weeks. Still got a little cough in our in our system, but we are getting it out of our system. Uh, we're getting better. We're getting well. Like Doctor Duke said, enjoy the month of March. The weather's getting better. People getting vaccinated. Um, still like, wear your mask. Still wear your mask now. Um, but just in, enjoy your. Time outside, enjoy the weather, enjoy each other with your mask on, and just enjoy life, period. Make yourself better, make yourself great. We're going to come up with a tagline, something like that. Make yourself better, make yourself great. Don't be late. Peace. Just wait. Anyway, that's our time. Peace.